Hello, everyone, and welcome to this fireside chat at the Sales and Marketing Summit. I'm Anthony Smith, Chief Economist here at FreightWaves, and I'm excited to get to chat with Nick Dingle. He is the co-founder over at Kinetic. Nick, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Anthony. No, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. So, Nick, today we're talking about selling in a deflationary market. First off, of course, this at the time of the recording, we're right at the beginning of 2023. Just to kick things off, are you seeing anything different or expecting anything different coming from 2022? Do you see a carryover, much of the same, or just completely shift overall? Yeah, I mean, I th it's an interesting question because... I think we've seen a dramatic shift over the past year in terms of market conditions and freight. I think everybody knows that. It's a much, much softer market now than it was over the past couple of years. And folks need to be prepared for that in terms of how they're approaching their sales. Right. And so I think um, one of the big things, of course, we talk about all the time, we're looking at freight tech. It's been amazing just seeing all the types of innovation that's happened throughout the years here. But really one of the big things, of course, that we see within the supply chain, not just freight tech, but overall supply chain is that um, being able to be funded was a lot easier. And now we're looking at this, you know, maybe a little bit of a tighter market getting into 2023. You have to get a lot more strategic, it seems like, with, with your offering, with what you're doing, your operations, everything. Can you talk about some of the differences of what may have worked before, which may not work now? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I like that you brought up the strategy piece of that because from a broker's perspective, particularly, I mean, you always need to be strategic, but it's even more important now that the market's tightening up. And this applies to a lot of things in terms of how you're approaching your market, but like, who are you targeting? How are you approaching them? And then like, why should they talk to you? You know, those are all really big questions you need to be asking yourself as you're trying to sell into this market right now. And, and what do you see as really going to be one of the strong points that folks would need to focus in on? I mean, of course, the supply chain is just so vast, but really going to be what are going to be some of the core companies that you think are going to be more impactful to really hone in on now more than ever? Yeah. So if I just kind of elaborate on like what I said about the strategy stuff, I mean, first of all, you know, who are you targeting? Right. This is having a niche is always important, but you need to double down on that when there's a tighter market like this. So figure out, is it a commodity? Is it a vertical? Is it a geography? Or just how can you better sell to your um, current capacity network? So you need to think about things like that. You need to, in terms of how to approach your customers and prospects, like everyone's getting blown up by phone calls right now. I mean, like your transportation manager getting dozens of these every day. So think about other things like LinkedIn, social media, referrals, like, how can you get creative in terms of reaching your prospects by doing things that other people aren't doing? And then what was the last thing that I mentioned? Um, oh, why should they talk to you? You know, and again, this kind of ties into the other two points that I made. They're getting so many phone calls. They have so much interest. I mean, you could fall into customers over the last couple of years because people needed so much help. But now they need a reason to talk to you. So, like, what's your value add? Is it a, a particular expertise that you guys have? Do you have, I don't know, like a specialty in terms of their commodity? Do you have fancy customer portals and technology like automated pricing that they can, that they can utilize through working with you? So like really think about what that go-to-market strategy is for your company and think about all those different data points even more so than usual. I think that's a great point. I mean, being able to focus on those competitive advantages, okay, 
you're a great person, but what makes you better or what is your focus and, and what can you really do better than what I have right now? I think that's a great point. Um, when we're looking at uh, really this, of course, shifting time here, can you talk to the importance of internal processes, especially when it comes to training. I mean, um, when we think about now really being effective and being efficient, I can only imagine that training takes up such a big priority right now. I'm really glad you brought up the training point because one of our like current projects is a partnership with Metaphora where we're building out sync logistics training. If you haven't looked at it, check it out. But training is super important. I mean, it's one of those things that tends to get neglected when the market shifts. You know, people send people are the first casualty whenever the market tightens up. You brokers oftentimes want bodies on the floor being as productive as possible. So what do they do? They cut short their training routines or training programs and just get people on the phones. But like, it couldn't be more counterproductive. I mean, if you want to see somebody fall on their face and fail at sales, don't give them any training. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of people end up doing, you know? So like in going into a market that's, that's uh, much softer, you need to train people and give them the tools that they need to actually navigate their way through changing market conditions. And when you're looking at, I mean, training, I mean, like you said, it's such a huge part of it and huge aspect right now. Um, kind of going back to your first point and really being able to be strategic and really being able to focus and, um, you know, really co communicate your core competencies and your competitive advantage. Um, I can only imagine that relationships also kind of build into this. Of course, it's the industry built on relationships. Um, what aspect do you think this will play? Do you think it's going to be even more of a focus as we get into 2023 that relationships are going to be able to be a much larger factor? Do you think maybe it's going to be a little bit less of a factor here and it's really going to be more around, hey, what can you offer me? No, I think that's a great question in terms of relationships. Um, I'd say a couple of different things to that. First, this isn't necessarily helpful, helpful to people right now, but be aware that like you need to think long-term about your accounts and what you've been doing over the past couple of years is definitely going to impact like how your customers are and prospects are treating you right now. You know, if you've been trying to make as much money as possible and ripping people off for the past couple of years, well, that's going to come back around and the same thing's going to happen to you. Right. Um, particularly because, this is a time when you're going to need to have very serious conversations with your customers as they're trying to lower their prices. Like, you're going to have to have conversations with them of like, listen, like you're lowering your price point to a point where I'm not going to be able to service this freight, but I still want to have it, but at a higher rate. And the brokers who are able to have those conversations and have them honestly with their customers are the ones who have been having those conversations for the past two years and building up that relationship. I mean, if you've been trying to make as much money as you can for a couple of years, and then you go into a conversation with your customer of, hey, give, keep giving me this break, but with more money, they're not going to do that. Like you need to fall on what you've been building for the past two years. So not helpful right now, but like as the next market shift comes around another couple of years, just keep that in mind. Something that kind of sparked and came to mind as you mentioned that is just that communication aspect and really being able not to just kind of, you know, try to get as much money and squeeze as much money out of a prospect or someone that you can, but really being able to, you know, build that, that relationship. And I think part of it, of course, we always talk about transparency and not just, um, you know, hey, where's, you know, where are my goods right now, but really being able to be transparent within your relationship. Can you talk to the aspect of, hey, you know, 
you need to be able to really be forward and communicative with your your partners with, you know, good news and bad news. I think that probably goes a long way just of, hey, you know, not trying to hide a situation, hide an issue that might pop up, but really being able to say and communicate, hey, this did not go as planned. This is what we're doing about it. And this is what it means for the overall status of what's going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that transparency is key in any relationship. The like what I've learned in my career is that the best relationships are oftentimes built out of the biggest problems and the toughest markets. I mean, having a good relationship with your customer when the market's soft and you can cover freight left and right, like that, like that's not that hard. Um, what becomes difficult is when you're having problems and when you need to have these tough conversations about price. Like that's what actually develops your relationships. When things are going smoothly, I mean, anyone can develop, develop a good relationship when things are going smoothly. It's not that hard. Um, but when when you have to have the difficult difficult conversations, like, that's when you're actually going to see what your relationship's made of, and that's when you're going to build them better. And I remembered what I was, was going to say earlier. This kind of ties into the training stuff that I was talking about because it doesn't necessarily come naturally to people like to know how to have these conversations and to understand how the market's going to change, like the way they need to price freight and the way they need to approach their customers. So you need to like, train people in terms of like different market conditions, how they're changing and how that's going to impact how they need to approach their customers. Because um, someone new in the industry doesn't necessarily know that, oh, the market's going to shift every couple of years. And now the prices are going to go down. And how do I approach my customers differently and have these different conversations? So be sure you're arming your people with the tools that they need, namely training to figure out how to have these conversations because they're tough. They are indeed. And I think one of the things that really kind of, you know, comes to my mind as you talk about the training, the aspect of really being able to have a strong foundation and, and just really having those honest conversations and doing right by your customers also comes to mind. Shameless plug here. One of our hosts, uh, the amazing Kevin Hill, put that copy down. One of the big things that he always talks about is scalability. And I think this all comes down to the foundation of being able to scale. Your foundation being strong, being able to have an uh, honest workforce, being able to have those conversations, being able to really implement training. If you can have that as your foundation, I can only imagine that that makes scaling that much easier. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Kevin Hill because I was talking to him last week about something really similar. Um, when, uh, when the market's like this, you need to really focus on developing your processes. And that kind of goes into the scaling aspect too, you know, because when it's a tight market and customers are really focused on just whoever can find me a truck, you don't necessarily need to have as solid of a process. I mean, it always helps as you do right now, right? But now, like one of my favorite quotes ever is from this book, Atomic Habits. It says that you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And I think it's immensely true. You know, like you can have a goal of getting like, X amount of revenue and all these customers, but like, it's just a pipe dream unless you actually have a system in place and processes in place to help you get there. So now in particular is the time to really like, look at your processes, look at your systems, see what you're doing to actually get you to those goals. And this involves things like structuring your day, right? Like, are you allotting enough time for sales calls and follow-ups and prospecting all of that? Are you like, do you have a actual sales process or are you just kind of winging it cowboy style going out there, like pounding phone calls, trying to find customers. And finally, I guess like doing the math too. like, 
what, like, how can I quantify the amount of work that I need to put in and what I need to do in order to get to those goals? Like, what's my, what's my sales cycle? Like, how long is it? What's my typical closing rates? So if I actually make a hundred phone calls today, what's that going to turn into down the line, right? So if I want to get 10 new customers at the end of six months, what do I need to do to get there? So I, I, I'm really big on focusing on your processes and make sure they're actually in place to get you to whatever your goals might be. And Nick, uh, you know, really just kind of capping it off here, as we look at 2023, what comes to mind as you see as really one of the main focal points or really the theme as we enter this new year? You know, in terms of a theme going into 2023, I'm going to double down on my comment about how important processes are, because I think that's applicable to everybody in the industry. You know, whether you're a tech company or a broker or a shipper or a carrier, whoever you are. Like you need to have those processes in place to help handle changing market conditions. And if you don't, you're going to fall on your face. And I think we're going to see like which companies have them and which companies don't have processes over the next six to 12 months here. Awesome, Nick. I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of this year kind of plays out real quick. For people watching and tuning in right now, how can they get in touch with you? Where, they, where can they find you? Yeah, so if you want to reach out, feel free to shoot me an email. It's nick at poweredbykinetic.com or feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn. I'm very active on there. Awesome, Nick. Thanks so much for joining me today for this Fireside Chat. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Stay tuned because we have plenty more content coming up on this sales and marketing summit.